We are Jade Falcon, great amongst the clans. We are warriors that fight with the strength of the Falcon's claw and ascend to the heavens on the wings of the same. We remember, with the clarity of Falcon's sight, the words of Kerensky. Through the smoke of time, he speaks to us, his chosen, and urges us onward with the promise of Eden. We will retake what is ours by right, that shining jewel, Terra. Not the vastness of space, nor the wolf's obstinate howl will stay us from our righteous goal. We are crusaders, and will trample all who stand in our way. Welcome to Trident Wargaming, a podcast dedicated to all aspects of tabletop wargaming. Your hosts are Bill and Andy. Welcome back, Mech Warriors and Bondsmen. I'm your host, Bill, and I'm joined with my other host, Andy. How's it going, guys? And this is episode 29, and this one's all about that sweet, sweet battle tech. Uh, this is the Weekend Bajal uh, episode, and uh, we recently got to uh, throw down some Clan Jade Falcon versus some Clan Wolf style, and uh, it was pretty sweet, I have to admit. Oh, for sure. It was a lot of fun. It was uh, definitely good to finally take our freshly painted mechs out for a spin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, it was yeah. awesome. No, it was pretty good. We uh, we we went and uh, pretty much had two mechs each, right? So yeah, battled it out because that this is your this is pretty much your second time playing it. Yeah, and uh, I know you before you you tried one mech and this time we we went with two, but but we, I'm sure we'll go into that a little bit uh, oh, here in the episode for sure, for sure. I guess uh, kicking things off, um, like what's what's new with you? Hobby stuff. What's uh, what have you been working on? Getting any projects? Oh, done? Uh, today especially, yeah. <laughs> uh, I went pretty hard working on my um, my inner sphere lance, actually my uh, layer and guard for House Steiner. Um, so I was finally able to get four of those mechs done. And um, ended up getting another five mechs kind of uh, mid-stage, same kind of paint job. And I'm sure you guys will see those soon enough. Um, Very uh, nice. Other than that, other than that, uh, besides Battletech, just um, a little bit more bolt action, a little bit more uh, some heresy stuff. Um, the librarian I was working on too, and you'll see that as well. Uh, other than that, yeah, just kind of plug it along with a little bit of everything. So, how about you, Bill? What about you? What do you, what do you got going? Uh, Hobby-wise, it's been fairly productive, I have to admit. Uh, I've recently completed uh, the first of many uh, Legion Saber tanks. Uh, I know I nice. posted some pictures about that. And uh, the second one is well underway. Um, it's It's actually surprisingly... Uh, quick, once you kind of get all the colors nailed down. I know I went into a little bit of detail on uh, the Instagram and Facebook post there about, you know, does anybody else struggle when they're painting a brand new unit and, you know, uh, they're placing the colors on the tank or model and they're really trying to kind of figure out how they want to paint this thing, how they want it to look overall. And I know that mm. for me, it always takes a little bit longer the first time just because you are trying to... Uh, 
kind of just crack the code, right? You're trying to see how you're going to get it all painted up and what it'll look like, what the colors look like. Do you like where they are? You know, do you want to make any changes? Because I, I very much like to try and plan out my painting as much as possible so I don't have to have much downtime. That's kind of the whole name of the game is as you're painting and getting things worked on, you really want to crush the amount of downtime that you have. So, um, oh, for sure, yeah. And it's interesting that you said that because uh, with the Lyrian Guard that I was just, uh, I just finished. Um, for me, when I'm I'm painting that first model of the unit or or whatever, right, of yep. the army, that first one is always my test subject, right? And uh, on my mechs, it was uh, a Marauder that I had. I ended up putting. Uh, actually, it was four mechs that I did it. I ended up adding a color onto it in certain spots. And at first, I was like, okay, it's not bad. You know, it's okay. But the more I looked at it, like, I, I just wasn't pleased with it. So, uh, you know, I went back and, and, and changed it. Started from that certain stage I was at. And then I realized, okay, you know what? It was too much. I'm going to go with these colors and then I'm going to add just small little markings of a different color. And, um, when you see the pictures, you'll see it on the mechs. Um, but it, it really, really brought them out for me and really gave them that little touch, you know, of, Oh, Hey, there's a little bit of a different color there, but it's not something that's sticking out, you know, like a sore thumb kind of thing. Right. So it's, it's definitely a process, like you said, and mm -hmm. cracking that code also, like you said, right? So, um, so yeah, no, it's kind of, it's kind of neat how that kind of just kind of fell in the place there. There's this, I go through the same thing every time, you know, so, yep. but, um, uh, it's nice that Battletech is only, you know, four mechs that I get to do that with. So <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Not a hundred guardsmen or something. <laughs> Very true. Um, yeah, other than that, I've started working on my second uh, Clan Jade Falcon Star. That's kind of uh, the big ticket nice. item right now. It's just to get that all done up because I'm looking forward to, you know, having some bigger matches. A little bit of clan on clan action or even, you know, mm -hmm. some uh, clan invasion action. So... That's definitely Soon. been a, a big thing. Soon. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Definitely soon. Uh, you know, with that's the beauty of, of Battletech is you can just play it outright. You can play it with a storyline. I've mentioned it before, even on our first Battletech episode. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of source books out there, which Bill knows I've been going crazy and scooping up a whole bunch of them. Mm -hmm. Um, but like you know we want to play that grudge match with jade falcon and clan wolf well we can do that you know we can do it on our own and 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 do our own story kind of thing or you know you have the source book that has a lot of info and a lot of characters and what you know mechs and uh forces that they used and even even scenarios for uh missions and stuff which is pretty cool so can't wait for that. Um, I think the book is uh, Falcon and the Wolf. I think I mentioned to you earlier. Um, yeah, it was it was 
it was one of the books I had way back when, when I first played Battletech. And I guess that's where the, the love for those two clans kind of came in, right? Plus, you know, of course, the cartoon, right? So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, it's, it's going to be super, super fun. Uh, to do that, and especially with uh, the community that we have, right? So, going, I guess, going forward, um, before we start talking about like community and whatnot, uh, our match that we had recently over at our friend's place there at Phil's place, yeah. Um, so that was that was a pretty interesting match that we had. Lots of stuff <laughs> learned. <laughs> yes, it, it was a brawl fest, I won't lie. Um, yes. Uh, one of the things, you know, this being very, very green in Battletech, I really wanted to start playing around with different uh, variants. Mm-hmm. So I used two variants on the mechs that I, I've never used before, and uh, I was actually running a Mad Dog and a Hellbringer. So I, I ran a Mad Dog Double D and a Hellbringer M. And a uh, lot of fun. I uh, we were rocking out full battle value. Uh, I ended up paying the extra to have them as three four. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I was a little undertoned uh, size wise in that match, but uh, it didn't really feel uh, bad or one sided or anything. I, I really do think the battle value is a uh, pretty solid number. Um, to keep things uh, relatively balanced, which is nice. Oh, I, I find that for sure. Like, um, I've played in the last, I don't know, few weeks. I've had, I think, about maybe four games now. And each different battle value level. And playing both Clan and Inner Sphere. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely the way to go. You know, uh, you'll notice you'll notice the different tech and era. Um, will affect that battle value plus of course upgrading your skill points your um, gunnery and piloting skills mm-hmm. as, as you know it makes it makes it takes a big chunk out of it right oh, like, it sure does you know and uh, the neat thing is you can go to the uh, battletech master unit list that catalyst has and uh, you can find the mech you're using and you can put an adjust and pay for your skills that you want upgraded, and it'll actually give you your new battle value. So that was pretty cool. We kind of learned that in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, like you know, you had, like you said, you had your um, your vulture, yeah, or your mad dog, and then uh, your other mech there you had as well, Hellbringer, Hellbringer Loki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they both, you know, they had some good firepower on them, right? And, you know, that's a 60, 65 ton mech. And then you're facing my Mad Cat and, uh, or Timberwolf and Gargoyle Man of War. And, like, yeah, I, I had the higher tonnage on you. Um, weapon loadouts were a little bit different, but I mean, you also used your terrain quite well to your advantage like you learned from the first yeah. game that you played right yeah so and I, and I was able to tell like i was i was seeing it happening i was like oh okay he's trying to he's trying to turn he's trying to get on my my left side kind of thing right 
and um yeah as we're fighting through it we you know realized how effective certain weapons are and, and how some weapons are they can put out a lot of damage but they're not always a guarantee kind of thing right so very true like your your lrms and whatnot yeah you know myself if i do take lrms i always want to take 20s right 20s 15s take as big as you can um just to get that that uh payload hitting unfortunately you have clusters so it's you're hitting in five point clusters right so um that's the one i think a little bit of a downfall for lrms um maybe down in in the in the to the future when we start playing a little bit more and maybe looking through a little bit more of the book and some tech there might be other stuff to to help us out with that like artemis and narc oh for sure all that kind of stuff right we haven't even touched that so um but you have you know uh, pulse weapons yeah like you you realized that game in that match how much you like pulse weapons oh i did um <laughs> pulse weapons honestly were they were amazing i had three pop medium pulse on my uh mad dog dd and honestly like that mech was awesome <laughs> i'm stuck medium mm-hmm. range uh you know getting the uh plus two was super helpful there was a, a point in time where i'm like okay well i need I need a two to hit because we're so close. No one's moved. We're kind of just right there blasting and it's they're just auto hitting. And I, I, I was completely blown away. I just, I couldn't believe it, honestly. Yeah, no, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, I, I actually forgot how good they were because like I used to run, I used to run the mad dog a long time ago and it was the prime that I liked, right? It had two large pulses, two medium pulses. And I believe, I think it was two LRM 15s or 20s, something like that. Been so long. Um, but yeah, when you, when you cut that range in and you, you know, use those weapons to their advantage, it makes a huge difference. Oh yeah. And, and it's funny because that same day I actually taught two new guys, uh, two of Phil's friends, um, that have I think one of them maybe maybe touched the game years ago and the other one had never played it and like they caught on to it right away but uh the one one guy was playing uh, marauder that had pulses on him and he right away he he figured it out oh these things give me a bonus i'm gonna use these so instead of heating up and firing his erppcs all the time he started using his pulses and yeah like effective really effective decent damage uh heats you know not too bad uh but especially with like again tech level when you're playing with when you of course when you're playing with clan you know everybody's gonna say clan's better of course right which i don't see that they're wrong but each side has their own benefit but yeah clans can handle the heat way better they're faster they have more firepower uh better range you know, and usually a better skill. So, uh, pretty pretty good at that. Pretty good utilizing that kind of weaponry. Uh, so, honestly, it's like 
if you're just going in for a brawl, that's probably your best bet. Pulse. Yeah. Right. And and you're gonna notice there's a lot of mechs out there that utilize that strength of pulses and stuff. Um, but yeah, like that battle because we when we started firing at each other right off the bat, it was pretty cool because we kind of stuck with not even not even saying it, but we kind of stuck with like the clan honor, right? One target each, and we kind of just each mech kind of faced off against each other. Right, yeah. Until one was destroyed, that was pretty cool. Uh, but you also got to see the fact that it's not doesn't really matter. It it matters in a sense how big your mech is, but when you're fighting in the same kind of weight class and you're very close in tonnage, it really could go either way. Oh, it could for sure. Right. So, especially if you're using terrain. You know, you're in some heavy trees and you're beside hills and you're using elevation, you know, you're using your weapons of range in order to, to nail the guy with it. And then if you decide to close range, well, hopefully you have some heavy hitters for close range when you're fighting. Um, but yeah, like it was, uh, it was good at the beginning. We traded shots. We started closing range. And we definitely started taking some damage. Like oh yeah, armor was getting stripped pretty good. I know my uh, I know my gargo was getting stripped pretty heavy when I forced him forced to go into the open to get sight on you. Yeah. Right, and then and then of course when we really got close, it was just a death spiral, really. On both side, on both ends of of the battle with each mechs. Oh yeah, it, <laughs> it was it was brutal. Like the close the close quarters really started to turn um, the momentum up. It was just as the turns kept going, and you're getting through, you're firing, and you just like those mechs took so much punishment because you know the rolls. It's just spreading all over. The whole mm -hmm. mech for damage, and it was just like holy man! Like, I was very impressed with how much uh, abuse that gargoyle took. <laughs> Not to mention that that mad dog. That mad dog was getting beat up pretty good, and still was holding it together. So, well, yeah, it got to a point, and, and of course, we're not going to leave you on a cliffhanger with the result of the match. But um, when we really closed the gap between us your vulture was really trying to work that one side my left side because you you knew i was hurt there yeah right so you're really trying to force the shots to hit that side which is is tactically really smart yeah right and then of course rolling initiative and whatnot that always matters but yeah like working that side hitting with the pulses doing some internal damage like you ended up that same turn, like you ended up knocking out my leg on the gargoyle, and that same shooting phase, I got a lucky hit with the AC twenty. Oh yeah, the Ultra AC twenty, and I got a headshot on it. Right, yep. Just blew your cockpit out. But like, if that didn't happen, like sure, I'd be able to prop myself up and try to hit you, but more than likely, you know 
your shots are going to get even better and you'd probably just take me out right yeah and your mech well like it took damage but it was still in pretty decent condition to fight you didn't lose any weapons you know um no ammo explosion no yes thank you case <laughs> thank you exactly um so but yeah it was just that that lucky shot like i mean we were throwing shots at each other so much that eventually it was bound to happen right so but like we were over some of us were overheating just alpha striking sometimes trying to get that kill shot <laughs> yeah. on each other red line pilot here we are Woo! um but yeah like it's it's crazy how the battle goes right and it's like those key moments those key decisions you decide to make it's either going to work out for you or it's going to get really nasty yeah. right so you can just imagine the intensity of being in one of those battle mechs you know things are flickering ammo's blowing up on you starting to get hot in the cockpit you know just oh dear here we go is this yeah. it <laughs> but then on the other end uh your your hellbringer you know it, it was dishing out some punishment to my mad cat yeah it was actually it right it did better than i thought it would to be honest well it, it you took out my leg on that side too yeah right so ultimately it came down to like oh boy my mechs are down legged okay i took out the vulture not bad now it's you know now i gotta try to get up or see if the the mad cat can try to survive and do as much damage as i can to your hellbringer um you know pretty pretty nasty back and forth kind of action that happened and that's what you want in battle tech Right, just back and forth, slugfest. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it would suck if there was two headshots and both my mechs were knocked out. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> it happens. It happens. You know. Uh, so, but yeah, just clan on clan is very brutal. Oh, yeah. Very brutal. A lot of weaponry firing all at the same time. A lot of damage output. A uh, lot of fun, though. So definitely try it out because we played what did we end up playing for battle value 5500 yeah so 5500 when i first made when i first made that the force i think i was like i I ended up picking the same mechs just two different variants yeah i can't remember exactly which ones i picked but like i was way over I was probably sitting closer to 6,500, right? So I was way over. So I had to, I had to decide, cut points and, and change the variants for the, for the, the mechs themselves, but they still performed really well. Yeah, they did. Right. So it's pretty cool. Cause we had pretty much had three heavies. Uh, 60, 65 tons, 75 ton, and then an assault at 80 tons. And yeah, the fight was really, really balanced. The map wasn't too bad either. We had one of the, the newer maps that they uh, they had. And decent coverage. There's some trees, a couple different levels of hills, so you got to see how that worked out and the rules and whatnot, right? Yeah. Especially, especially with line of sight and cover. Like that's always a little bit tricky, so. Um, but 
going through the motions. Yeah, it was good. I know, I know you enjoyed it quite well. Like we've been playing a lot of, you know, Mech Warrior Online and stuff, so it's always been the idea of playing it, and then, you know, now that there's like a big resurgence of battle tech happening. Now's the time to, to get in and get dirty and play and absolutely and just experiment. And we've we've only touched, um, I believe it was Succession War, Successor War, and uh, the Clan Invasion era. Yeah. Right. So I mean, those are kind of my favorite eras myself, to be honest. But uh, and there's there's tons of mech, there's tons of different tech. So once you start going further, then you start opening up other tech as well, right? Different tech that uh, I know I haven't really touched too, too much in the past. So we'll see how that goes. But Clan Invasion, you know, 3052, 3058, that kind of timeline is pretty cool. Then you got, uh, you know, you'll notice the Inner Sphere mechs for clan invasion uh with the little symbol there you'll see that they're starting to use double heat sinks they're starting to use er weapons um you know it's it's a different it especially the double heat sinks it gives the inner sphere a bit more of a chance because you're now actually kind of fighting on the clan level right it, it helps when you can manage that heat so much better well that's a thing um the double heat sinks in game are so good uh you know in my particular case the hellbringer was rocking um 12 double heat sinks so it was 24 and then my mad dog double d was 26 in total and it was awesome i was able to pretty much like alpha strike Mm -hmm. everything and generate nothing you know or I was still a little bit hot, maybe by one or two points. You alpha strike everything, and yeah, you only go up another one or two. It was it, it was easy to manage the heat on those on those bad boys. It's it's funny. I'm actually I'm actually I still have the sheets here. Nice. I just pulled out the sheets. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, managing heat was not an issue at all. Yeah, and then the match before that, that same night that I played, uh, I was playing Intersphere Mechs, and I think I was overheating every turn to the point of, like, you know, I'm getting plus two modifier to fire, shut down on a void on a four plus, right? But with, yeah, with the Clan Mechs, they're definitely, uh, they're definitely beasts. So, because, yeah, like, I had the Timberwolf C, you know, two year larges, two LR 15s, uh, an Ultra AC5, and an ER medium laser. And then my uh, Gargo C uh, had the six ER medium lasers plus the Ultra AC20. I know when uh, I know when I mentioned the six ER mediums. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> I across, what? You're like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I knew I was in for a little bit of a beating. Yeah. But, like, looking at the sheet, I'm looking at it, and, like, 
my Warhammer, or uh, sorry, Warhammer, Man of War, both arms had like two to four armor points left on it. <laughs> both torsos armor was stripped. Center torso had nine armor left. Leg was blown off. So like it took a pounding, right? And then like the, the mad cat left arm, uh, armor left torso and left leg armors all stripped. And of course left leg was blown off. So lots of, lots of hits. You did like three criticals on the left arm. That was crazy. But yes. a lot of fun. I, yes. I definitely recommend recommend anybody listening try the game out. Get into a group, try it out with a couple friends. Um, you know, I know we will be playing a lot more for sure and, and showing it, you know, on our Instagram and Facebook a lot more. Honestly, I I'm still in love with the whole universe. I'm still in love with the game even though it's been like eons since I played. Uh, so it's just, it's fun. And the mechs are, are really cool looking and easy to paint. So yes, the, well, it's huge, right? Like double bonus. It is a double bonus. I think people don't realize exactly how, how far the game seems to have come. Um, back in the day, I do remember seeing Battletech and I wasn't very interested just cause I didn't really, dig the models but the way that they've relaunched and the new line of models that's out it, it's it's quite nice oh it is it's definitely quite is. nice I, I i i had a lot of those older mechs from the really i'm gonna say cheap plastics that you got in some of the sets you know um in the 90s early 2000s it was the 90s guys you know come on and and then you had the pewter which were super super old models which you can still get and there's still people that that love them you know which is all good it's cool but yeah the the new plastics that they're doing it's 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 probably what has made the comeback for them i think so right they kept the classic looks but they've updated them and they look slick so check them out yeah. there's more coming i can't wait for my kickstarter this month hopefully i may have just jinxed it but apparently it's supposed to be late august so yeah if, if uh, you're delayed in kickstarter land just uh, blame andy because yes he's jinxed it yeah <laughs> I don't think I have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but overall, props to them for bringing out all this stuff and like props to the player base for supporting it because, yeah, holy smokes, it just blew. Like, you, you can't even get it here in the city. No, it's, it right? is red hot right now. It, it's sold out and there's so many players jumping on board. So many players that we know who play other systems. Yeah. Right? And like mainstream systems. So... It's cool to see that, and there's always more people just kind of sliding in, right? So every once in a while we get a message, and it's like a picture of Battletech. It's like, yay, right on, another Mech Warrior. Yep, so. which is always awesome to see. Um, we have been getting some pretty sweet tagged 
uh, pictures there on Instagram from some of the uh, some of the new uh, followers and some of the new people we've been mm-hmm. kind of linking up with, which has been amazing to see. So uh, shout out to you know all the everybody who's been taking us in pictures. We we love to see all the pictures no, no matter what the system is send us pics because we love it yep it's all about tabletop here at trident so damn straights it's the way we roll <laughs> so going into like what's the come for us in BattleTech, i i i foresee us and or community probably trying to roll out some kind of Either like RPG element or or uh, campaign element. Oh yeah, you know, or even like a weekend event kind of thing. You know, it'd be pretty cool to do that. There's a lot of source books for that, or you can just kind of roll with the punches and do it yourself, right? So yeah. that's the beauty of the game. You can just make up your own thing and roll with it, and have players have fun with it. So. Uh, it's nice to see though that everybody is actually painting every painting their stuff up which is pretty cool it's one of the few moments you know there's a couple other systems we've jumped into where it happens like this as well heresy is one of the really big ones but it's it's one of the few times that we've jumped into a game system with a group of people and everybody is getting stuff painted everybody's working on um you know their forces some guys are getting terrain other guys are gathering resource books and mm-hmm. it's just like whoa and there, there's a big crew that we're all talking with so you know that's that's killer that that's the kind of stuff that keeps gaming alive for everybody and uh, especially now you know during these tough times and we're just getting out of everything. This this is when you want to get together with your, you know, your fellow mech warriors and, you know, smash on the tabletop and gain a couple bondsmen and you know, really start make to have fun. Bills. Yeah, if you're a dirty merc, make those sea bills. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's true. It's true. Like, and we had, I think, a lot of fun. Um, I know I had a lot of fun playing with almost every game that I've played actually for Biotech so far, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's uh, the one match I had against one of the gentlemen here in the city. I was actually able to bust out my 3D printed terrain. So that was pretty cool. Tried it out and learned a lot of stuff about it because it actually acts a little bit differently than, you know, you're, you're fighting in a city compared to fighting in uh, the outlands with a whole bunch of hills and canyons, it it, it acts differently. Yeah. Your line of sight a lot of times is blocked completely just because of how tall these buildings are and stuff. So, and then there's also like, you know, if you're if you're running and you try to turn on pavement, there's a chance your your mech can skid, right? And there's rules for that. So, it, it's pretty cool. It's uh, I'm still I'm building more. Got a lot of files. <laughs> um, building more, but I'm trying to kind of finish off Trinity City is the name of the the terrain. I'm trying to finish that off to a point where, like, I would be able to actually have a full board done up where multiple players can play on it. 
you know. So get that all built and then start painting that stuff. I also have industrial stuff. Um, and I ended up getting a lot of the hill packs as well. So it'd be pretty cool to see the 3D stuff out there. Mm-hmm. You know, on the maps, stuff like that. So I know a couple of the other players uh, in the community have gotten some 3D, either 3D printed or, or um, foam kind of hills and stuff that they've had out there in the past. So pretty cool. But as for, you know, game days and little events, it's really nice that all the players come out and like they just, they all have a great time playing it. They get to experiment stuff, they get to try stuff out. Like, we haven't tried any anything but mechs, right? That's true, yeah. So, I'm sure that will come down the road. Uh, I'm sure we'll start playing some scenarios instead of just a, an outlaw brawl. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be good. Guys are playing their, or building their forces uh, based on the battle value. So, and it's interesting with like battle value because now, you know, I've played three different levels, right? And also playing clan and whatnot in your sphere. I think probably about, I'm going to say 6,000 to 8,000 is probably pretty good for like an evening. You know, yeah. four to six, four to six hours if you want to spend that long playing it. Um, I think if you start going higher than that, you'll end up starting to spend that money upgrading your skill points, your uh, your gunnery and your piloting, just to chew up those points. Otherwise, you start getting like these large forces, and games can take you a fair long time, right? fair amount of time. So. I know. But other, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I was just finishing. I was just going to say, but otherwise, like, uh, love the freaking game. You know, as for uh, going into Alpha Strike, we haven't tried that yet, but it will be coming, I'm assuming. I know I have the book for it. So at one point, we'll try it out. Yeah. But the whole aspect of actually seeing your damage on the sheet. You know, it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely what I like to look at, play as. So, oh, definitely, definitely. I know with some of the bigger um, battle value style games, uh, one thing that I'm really trying to keep in mind while I'm making lists is I I still want to run true to the clan. I still want to run uh, stars, full stars mm -hmm. of five. Um, which means, you know, as a clan player, you won't be taking all the big, big toys. You will kind of be taking some smaller stuff to be able to fit it all in. And yeah. um, what I've noticed is, uh, you know, just from the first game and even the second one, I, I really think these lights and mediums have a huge role to play in these games. Uh, I am looking forward to using, you know, some of my smaller stuff. Um, Miss Links for sure is one I really want to, you know, embrace. Uh, the first game I ever played, I did rock a Shadow Cat, and the Shadow Cat's no slouch. 
it's uh, it's, it's a pretty good, the, pretty good mech. At the price point, it shouldn't be a slouch. No, yeah, it, well, it's not cheap either. Yeah, it is expensive. I think that the time the prime I want to say was like twenty one thirty something around there. Roughly that, probably. Yeah, yeah. So. just has has some bigger weaponry and like also equipment on it, right? So. Yeah, and the mobility, right? It's it's a cool. It's oh a yeah. Cool mech. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good one there. They, uh, they've definitely like, I don't know, clans are are just a whole other world. And I've I've noticed, you know, um, some of the players have already noticed. <laughs> yeah, I like the clans better, right? Yeah. So, which is cool. I mean, I I really like my inner sphere myself. Don't get me wrong, I love both sides. Uh, so I'll play either or, which is pretty cool. Getting stuff painted up. Even cooler. Yeah. So it'll be, be a lot of fun. A lot of fun to do. And not to mention, um, like, Phil, our buddy Phil there, yeah. he's actually has gotten a lot larger models as well. I uh, can't remember exactly what scale he went, but I ended up getting a Warhammer. What, what six inch? Uh, six to eight inch or something? Yeah, something like that. I think I think the Warhammer might be like eight inches. But really cool. Uh, 3D printed, so... But really awesome looking. And eventually we are going to try playing uh, Battletech big scale. Yeah. So more than likely, it's going to be like one or two mechs each, right? So we'll have to figure that kind of stuff out. But pretty cool. They, it's a whole other, it's a whole other aspect yeah. to the game too that you can do. And the beauty thing about it is, you know, okay, so you don't have a big space to play with uh, hexes for those mechs, but they do have conversion rules to play with measurements and whatnot so there is that you know plus i'm sure alpha strike you can use that as well but it's pretty cool to see and, uh i'm sure i'll be ordering some more down the road get some more printed yep. and that's the thing too is like there's a lot out there for that too you can get a lot of mechs printed right now that you know are, are from different game like different resources you know if you like mech warrior online look you can get those mech you know or if you are liking the the catalyst look that's coming out well they're coming out with stuff you know in the next little bit here for wave two so be prepared for that and then of course uh the nice thing is it's so cost efficient the box sets and stuff that it's it's best bang for your buck really you know getting the mech packs and whatnot so yep well what was it uh pretty much jumped into the game blind and like when i mean blind like honestly like i i knew a little bit about the lore i watched the cartoon back in the day i used to be a steiner sympathizer and then i uh you know grew up did some reading and figured out wow like clans are the way and uh <laughs> you know 
Um, but basically, yeah, jumped in, spent 50 bucks on my two stars. Uh, I got the Clan Command and the Heavy Striker, and like showed up my first game, not any clue, and by the end of the game, we knew how to play. Exactly. I'm starting to look at you know, other resources, too, now, some source books. Uh, just, yeah, really kind of dipping into it and enjoying the process. Yeah, it's it's one of those games, you know. It, it's I've noticed that the guys uh, in our community that have had no clue of it, the guys that have jumped in, are going in full bore. Yeah, right. There's like super hype right now for BattleTech. So, you know, if if you're in the uh, Edmonton, Alberta area, come on down, hit us up, check us out. We will have pictures. There will be games happening, uh, you know. And then, of course, there's groups around town that play right in different stores. So, pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I think I think next, I think we're going to continue on Steiner for now. Yep. I do have plans to add another star of clan mix. Probably put a dire wolf in there or something like that. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, but I remember I was talking to you about uh, checking out maybe a different faction. Yeah, that's, right. that's kind of where I was starting to look to, right? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm a loyal clan Jade Falcon mech warrior but uh <laughs> i also would like to be able to have the opportunity to play in succession war era as well um uh-huh. so might have to uh might have to pick a house and maybe one of the less popular ones and you know uh jump in it, it's nice having a lot of uh people playing because a lot of people are playing so many different factions it makes it, it makes it fun when you're on the board and seeing all these different mechs and their different colors and mm-hmm. it just it adds it really sells that immersion for me that's kind of one thing i've always i've always really liked well you know me i've always i'm always uh looking at the factions that you see all the time yeah. and there's there's always you know there's always the one that really sticks out to me and yes usually they're blue and white <laughs> <laughs> It happens to me all the time in every game I play. Um, but the nice thing about Battletech is you don't even have to do that. It doesn't even matter. No. You could you can paint your mix up any way you want. You can play a, uh, you know, a Merc group of your own making or a force of your own making. It doesn't matter, right? Uh, and that's the nice thing. Like, your mech could have, you know... ACs on it and you painted them up like lasers it doesn't matter right so yeah it's it's a pretty neat game for that you know it has some nice models paint jobs you just have to look on the internet and you'll see tons of it it, it is um, it is interesting just to touch base on what you brought up there there, there is no actually there is no WYSIWYG and for what people are like, what is yeah. that? Uh, WYSIWYG is an acronym for what you see is what you get, um, which is very popular in a lot of tabletop games, like such as uh, 40K or 30K, um, huh? bolt action, stuff like that. 
so you know when you're when you have the freedom to pick whatever variant you like paint the mech that you've got and you can play it as like literally whatever you want it is a it's it's quite um a lot of freedom actually yeah it feels nice so and the nice thing too is like in the source books there are mercenary source books right there are house source books and clan source books that actually do have the pictures and whatnot for uh the colors and stuff so you know if you're old school and you like having the books and that's where you get a lot of your stuff from then it's out there the internet obviously has a lot of resources a lot of pictures yeah you know you can find a lot of that good stuff out there so well nice thing too is it's on the catalyst uh game site itself where you can buy them for fairly cheap yeah. if i recall yeah i've bought quite a few pdfs <laughs> now so um i just i found myself like with having so many books with so many different systems it's kind of time to start having digital stuff so go to the digital uh, age yeah digitized um well, that, was so... that was from captain power I know. Uh, <laughs> Just aged myself, right? If you know what Captain Power is, leave us a comment because uh, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good, actually. But uh, yeah, no, there's. I'm super excited to play more. Yes. Honestly, it's. And, and you may have noticed this has kind of pulled me away a little bit from some other systems. So, like, painting-wise, still doing painting, various different systems. But right now, Battletech is super hot. And I am in my glory with it right now. <laughs> I feel it, man. I feel it. it. It's, you know, I know I have a fairly decent-sized Word Bearers Army to paint for my horse, Heresy. And mm -hmm. I, I will get there. I will. But uh, I am definitely enjoying the shit out of painting these jade falcon mechs um it's a lot of fun and it's a nice palette cleanser honestly no definitely definitely is and they're so easy to do right yeah so. it doesn't take long at all like you crank out a good full solid star or lance depending on your allegiance within a week and uh you know i've i'll spend sometimes a week on you know five to ten models but um lately it's been a lot faster just because you know we've been painting for so long um mm -hmm. and we've been doing the challenges and just trying to really crank out our own personal stuff that it, it, it is getting faster i'm finding ways to and I, I won't shy away from it i'm finding ways how to i can cut corners keep the quality consistent and yet bring the time down where i have more time to paint so it's kind of, uh, it's been a win-win that way. No, for sure. And even, even with these models, even little imperfections, yeah. you can turn, you can turn into battle damage. Oh yeah. Right. So like it, it's, they're so simple, you know, um, it's, it's nice that you can do that with this game, you know, like, and myself, I've really come to the fact that 
I love that streaking grime from AK Interactive. Oh, it's it is and good. it's probably my go-to for everything now. Yep. I I love the way it looks. I love the way just how it works, like how you take it, put it on your model and take it off, kind of thing. Um, and it just it's quick. It's super quick. I'm able to apply it with just a brush. You can do an airbrush as well. There's a little bit more, you know, caution things that you have to to put on, you know, uh, just to protect yourself while you're doing that. And then, all, of course, you know, uh, protecting your equipment as well. Yeah. But it's it's such an easy thing to do that you know anybody can do it, and stuff looks great. Just, just, just trust me. It looks great. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, going forward, especially with these mechs, I'm excited to to do some other colors. You know, pull away from what I'm working on right now and try different colors. So with that, it also helps me start to integrate it with the other games and the other models. You know, but I can go on with painting here too. Um, but a little bit of a thing here now so i know your second star you're doing you have one mech that's a different color it is it is it's a, and it's a summoner. summoner yeah and it is a red summoner yes so am, am i looking at uh, an invasion of somerset down the road indeed you are mcwarrior indeed you are with of course so, none other than nikolai malthus leading the charge oh for sure no i i think that's gonna be a lot of fun when we do that because i'm actually planning on trying to get the somerset striker models oh, and paint them like the show and paint them like the show. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so good. So I have a mauler right now. So, but I'm going to reach out and see if I can get some printed off of some uh, one of the guys here. Oh, killer. But having, you know, having the source book for that, the Somerset Striker, um, it'll be really fun to play that. You know, just kind of battle it out, see how it goes, do the missions, right? Yep. And then have those guys all done up like that. So it'll be glorious. I'm sure there'll be patrol issued and uh, refuse your what? That's right, yeah. You dare refuse my patrol? <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be pretty cool. And that's the fun of it, right? You can have lots of fun like that with it. So. And a, and nice thing is a lot of the guys will jump aboard. Oh, definitely and play that. So they definitely pretty will. cool. Yep. And don't worry, we'll be posting so many pictures. You you will not miss out on the on the sweet sweet BattleTech action because yeah, we'll be we'll be flooding it flooding it out. Oh, a hundred percent. It, it has been a good sure system. It has, and and the the beauty about it too is you can use bare minimum or as much as you want from source books in this game. Not everything has to be used. So 
lots of options. If you're going into super detail and you want to start playing with even more, you know, there's tech manuals that have that kind of stuff. Right? So if you want to just play straight out of, you know, the Total Warfare book or uh, the Battle Mech manual, that's all you need. Yep. Honestly, that's all you need. So... Yeah. Give her hell. It's, it it Give, is good stuff, guys. Like, uh, I de- I definitely can't recommend it more. Um, you know, and uh, this is coming from a long term uh, Games Workshop kid. Uh, I started playing in second edition. Like, <laughs> knock the dust off. But yeah, yeah. second edition. <laughs> uh, I started when I was ten. I've been a Games Workshop kid, like diehard loyal the whole way, and yeah. jumped into. BattleTech recently, like just <laughs> super recent, and it's been great. It has been a super refreshing uh, rule set to play, um, especially when you're jumping in with a group of friends. So if you can convince you and a buddy to even you know split a starter pack or each get a starter, like the Clan Invasion one, then the Inner Sphere side, and you can just bang out a game. It's awesome. You will not be disappointed whatsoever. Definitely. So, um, also, uh, I guess a note, if you've made it this far, we want to throw out a huge thank you to everybody who's been supporting us on uh, Instagram and on Facebook and on our Podbean and YouTube. Uh, You know, we just were like looking, we're like, wow, like we hit like 560 followers on uh, Instagram, which has you know blown me away, because we've been just we, we're just posting the stuff we're working on. We're posting the games that we like, um, and we're super happy and excited to share our experiences with you. And from you know from the amount of followers and likes that we're getting, you guys are happy to have us share that with you. So a big thank you there. And yeah, we hit like our centurion, our hundred. Uh, subs on YouTube, which was also surprising. It was just like, oh wow, like you know, we're, we're putting out the content for you guys to enjoy and to listen, and also because we just we have a passion for all things tabletop. Like, you no, know, that's that's no joke. So, um, yeah, a big big thank you. And again, keep all your comments coming, keep all your pictures coming. Uh, we love checking it all out. I know there's been a few different people. That have been kind of starting to shout out and invite us to a bunch of different uh, heresy events around, and you know, right now we're we're not quite out of the woods yet. But um, come next year, I think we'll be coming to a few different uh, events. I know there's some of the guys in Florida that are going hard. Uh, in Texas, there's some stuff rolling. Um, it, it's it's going to be great. So definitely looking forward to that, and then also closer here to home. There's a group of boys in uh, BC that are going to be rocking out some events and whatnot. So we'll be sure to be, you know, the the traveling uh, traveling Trident crew will be up and about and <laughs> rolling out. So definitely looking forward to that. And just yeah, just can't say it enough. So yeah, thank you so much for everything, guys. We we appreciate it. No, I couldn't couldn't set it any better. So. So, oh, thanks, guys. Yep. Well, I guess, but I guess, yeah, that's kind of it for this uh, particular uh, episode. It was a 
you know, quick and dirty, but, you know, it's, uh, it, it was just, we, ha- we had to talk about the game, we had to talk about uh, the weekend gaming that we did, because it was, yeah, it was killer, um, a lot of fun, so uh, keep your, keep your lasers cool, and keep your <laughs> LBXs loaded, and we'll definitely catch you guys next time. See you.